0: So what would you do if one day you wake up to your podcast being gone from the podcast players? (sighs) Horrible, right? We've heard of cases of podcasters going through this and also creators on YouTube.
1: Yeah. And so on this episode, we'll share with you the latest news around issues of censorship, hate speech and misinformation and four best practices to keep yourself and your pod in the clear.
0: And we'll finish up the episode with the Pod Sound School manifesto. Welcome to the Pod Sound School Podcast. I'm your host, Veronica, and here with me is my podcracker, Studio Steve. Hey, everyone. (laughs) That's an inside joke.
1: Well, yeah, unless you saw (laughs) our holiday sale advertisement where we used a (laughs) podcracker.
0: A nutcracker with a microphone.
1: But we digress. We are content creators, podcast fanatics, and entrepreneurs on a mission to empower you with the skills, know-how, and inspiration to make you shine online.
0: So in the light of the latest news about Spotify removing 150 hours of hate content and Joe Rogan being put on the spot for racist, homophobic and misogynistic comments, we decided to put together this episode so you can protect yourself and your podcast from being censored and ultimately taken down from the directories.
1: Sky News, which is a British television news channel, conducted an investigation recently and found a bunch of podcasts totaling several days' worth of listening that promote anti-Semitic, racist, and white supremacy views on Spotify. Spotify removed 150 hours of content after Sky News reported the matter. The content was removed for violating Spotify's hate content policy. So in response to these findings, Spotify spokesperson said that, and Veronica, would you do this in your Spotify spokesperson accent?
0: Spotify prohibits content on our platform which expressly and principally advocates or incites hatred or violence against a group of individual based on characteristics including race, religion, gender, identity, sex, ethnicity, nationality, sexual orientation, veteran status, or disability. The content in question has been removed for violating our hate content policy.
1: The platform does allow users to report material that violates their content guidelines so the company also said it is developing new monitoring technology to identify material that has been flagged as hate content on some international registers but what's currently being done to moderate its podcasting platform beyond responding to user reports isn't public knowledge we're talking about a massive amount of audio content that spotify's algorithm has to comb through But they said they're working on the technology.
0: So this ties in perfectly to Joe Rogan from the Joe Rogan Experience podcast being put on the spot for making homophobic, racist and misogynistic comments and spreading misinformation about the COVID-19 vaccine. So if you guys remember, Spotify reportedly paid Joe Rogan around $100 million to bring the podcast to Spotify exclusively. If we're not fans of the Joe Rogan experience, there isn't really a way for us to know if these comments are more than simple speculation. But Alex Patterson, a researcher from Media Matters, took it upon himself to listen to hundreds of hours of the Joe Rogan experience starting in 2020, and he wrote an article with his findings.
1: We're going to link the article here in the description of this episode, along with the other resources we mentioned in the episode.
0: In his article, Patterson cites episodes by date and quotes Joe Rogan's comments, and I've got to say that they were really problematic and made me really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. On several occasions, he had spread misinformation about COVID-19, has made fun of the LGBTQ community. And he's also spread right-wing misinformation and bigotry.
1: Yeah. Uh, there was one comment in particular that you found really disgusting. Disturbing. About yeah. Angelina Jolie. Uh, there's many other comments. And you can find that by going to the Patterson article. that The Alex Patterson article that Veronica mentioned. Mm-hmm. Also, a link that we'll leave is a interview by Ashley from Hot Pod. Which is a publication you should definitely subscribe to. Really cool newsletter podcasting newsletter where she actually interviewed Alex and he has a lot of really great things to say in that interview as well
0: yeah so not a fan of the Joe Rogan experience no I have to say um but if there are fans out there uh just uh yeah do you
1: boo you do you boo you do you boo
0: (laughs) so you may be thinking what does this have to do with me and Uh, You know, I'm a small creator, I have a small community of listeners, I'm not Joe Rogan, I don't have millions of downloads per episode, like what is this all about? And I have to say that whether your community of listeners is big or small, something that you need to understand is that your words have a great impact on your listeners. We're influencers, we influence people to think one way or the other with our words. We even influence our audience to buy products or services that we recommend. So it's very important that we understand that our role is bigger than we may think.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. And that makes me actually want to read or cite from this Hot Pod article. I was one of the last questions as they're wrapping up the interview that Ashley had with him. And he's just explaining what they do at this company, Media Matters. They're trying to document how social media algorithms and far-right online communities can radicalize everyday people. So Joe Rogan's a really good example of that, and he gives this example. So here's a quote from from the interview from Hot Pot. He said, Let's say you're a young man listening to the Joe Rogan experience and you want to get tips on bodybuilding or how to eat healthfully. And then Rogan starts discussing that vaccines are a form of gene therapy with Ben Shapiro. And then perhaps you go to Ben Shapiro's website, The Daily Wire, and there you fall into a cesspool of hatred and bigotry. And once you click on a Daily Wire article, if you share it on Facebook, you're just going to be led further and further down the far right rabbit hole that can take somebody from being an everyday person to suddenly being fed news and misinformation about radical beliefs. And I think it's important to keep in mind that Joe Rogan spreading this misinformation has real-world consequences that can have really dire effects for margin- marginalized people.
0: So, with that out of the way, how can we protect ourselves and our podcast from being censored and taken down from the podcast players?
1: Yes. And we're going to cover this in four points.
0: Number one. Before posting that episode that you think is controversial, check the hate content policy for the podcast players your podcast is being showcased at.
1: This is a good idea. And... It's cool to be able to get controversial, to take political stances, and to talk about a lot of uncomfortable things that we usually can't talk about in everyday life, maybe. So that's where a lot of why this whole thing is very controversial, because people want podcasting to be open, they don't want it to be censored, they want to be able to talk whatever they want to talk about. Well, you need to make sure that the platform that you're choosing to have your podcast on, whether it's Spotify or Apple, uh, or even your own podcast host... Check their policies, their hate policies, and this will give you a clear idea of whether or not you should be posting your kind of content.
0: Yeah, and you may be thinking that, oh, okay, whatever. Like the majority of my audience is on Apple. What well, if you get if your podcast gets taken down from Spotify? You know, one what platform does, then the other one follows. Yeah, and it wouldn't surprise me if Apple is the next one to start really uh, enforcing those policies and take down content that is, that promotes hatred.
1: Yeah, because it's not just a moral thing. It's also to protect themselves, mm-hmm. right? Protect themselves legally. And, you know, we're all familiar with the big debacle with Facebook and what? Yeah,
0: they don't want to be. They don't want to be in that pickle. Yeah. Also, have in mind that your podcast, your host may be Anchor. So if you are taken down from Spotify, you're going to be taken down from Anchor, and all your episodes and your hard work is going to go away.
1: Yeah, and all that copy, all the episode notes and description, the episode artwork. Now you might have that stuff backed up somewhere else, so that you can have that content. And that's always a good idea that we back up our MP3s or our WAV files any anyway on our own hard drive somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, even if we have a, a host separate. Than anchor.
0: So check the hate content policy. I am going to add the link to the hate content policy for Spotify here in the description of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can go and read it.
1: Yeah. And then the other thing here is if you are on YouTube and podcasting on YouTube, it's good to know that YouTube has a very strict hate Mm -hmm. rules and your channel can be taken away from you just without any warning. It's just bye-bye.
0: We were reading about that, that some of the things that Joe Rogan is getting away with, some of the comments that they would have been taken down by YouTube so fast.
1: And they actually were taken down -hmm. by YouTube. And he was also demonetized very often when his show was on YouTube Mm -hmm. on a regular basis. Okay. So now let's move on. And I love your robotic or you're no you're good yeah that voice
0: number two fact check with different sources when you're doing your research and i'm a big advocate for this point
1: yes and you're also I, uh, you have I'm a, a big I'm an attorney. i
0: went to law school uh-huh. Uh, one of the things that you learned in law school is to always, always use legitimate sources. If you were to cite Wikipedia, that you would be uh, made fun <laughs> of, humiliated. I mean, it will be—it's like, a big, big no-no. Uh-huh. So you want to use information from reputable sources. Yes. Uh, I've seen a lot of people using, like, quoting people from Facebook. Yeah. Like no. Don't do that, okay? <laughs> just just don't.
1: Yeah, reputable sources or reputable peer, sources. peer-reviewed so, articles. So one of
0: the sources that, uh, that we like to use or that I like to use is the Associated Press, the Wall Street Journal, Forbes, peer-reviewed articles. If you are talking about something regarding COVID-19 or health or any of that, then you can cite research done by well-known medical schools that are peer-reviewed. Uh, Just stay away from Facebook. Just stay away from Facebook, Mm -hmm. and I know that you're gonna, uh, you know, that there are some people that are like, oh, all this media, all these channels are manipulated. But yeah, but that's the whole reason why you fact check, you check different sources, you read different perspectives, and then you always, always stay true to the facts.
1: Yeah, you stay true to the facts and try to find nice ways that you can differentiate between what the facts are that you found and then share your own opinion on it. That's one way that you can really stay clear of being flagged for any kind of misinformation. Um, And it's funny because even when you said the Associated Press and the Wall Street Journal, we're all very familiar with the Wall Street Journal and the Associated Press and New York Times and all of that being under the magnifying glass of this fake news thing right so mm-hmm.
0: but something that you can't do is that these people writing articles they usually have a body of work that they have worked in their their entire lives you can Research that person and you can go directly to their publications. Uh-huh. Uh, there are many things that you can check credentials. You don't want to be getting information uh, regarding COVID-19 from some dude La, La, on T- Facebook. La Tia Toxica
1: yeah. uh-huh.
0: that didn't go to school, didn't go to medical school. Yeah. So it's just the fact checking and stay true to the facts.
1: Yes, I love that. Okay, let's move on to the next one.
0: Third, get informed about the social climate. I like it. Okay.
1: Get informed. Let me do one. Get informed about the social climate.
0: When you're planning your episodes, it's a very good idea to do a quick search of the social climate. For example, last year during the Black Lives Matter movement, Many of us creators were in a pickle because we didn't know how to approach the subject and how to show our support to the black community. Mm -hmm. So it's always, always a good idea to see what's going on, to see if there are ways that you can support these communities to be sensitive to the current social matters instead of, uh, you know, Releasing an episode that is all wrong. Yeah, or
1: completely making fun of it. Completely making fun of And this is interesting because in getting informed, uh, even if you're informed, a big other issue that this whole thing of censorship and things brings up for people, and comedians especially you know, especially the old timer comedians, you hear a lot of rebuttals of them saying things like, well, you know, that's part of my shtick. That's what I do. I get up on stage and I'm racist, Mm -hmm. you know, or I get up on stage and I make fun of the LGBT community because maybe I'm a member uh, or, you know, I'm an ally, but it doesn't matter if I'm an ally, I'm still going to make fun of the community. And so what's happening is collectively, we're all sort of, you know, we all sort of are being encouraged to be more open-minded and more accepting and sensitive to these topics, Mm -hmm. even comedians. And so even if you have a comedian uh, comedy podcast, and and that's what it's you and your best buddy, and you do like to rip and make fun of different types of communities or genders or races, that's not something you're going to be able to do on the podcast platforms. And it's not something that's encouraged anymore.
0: Now, if you're making fun of your own race, and of of your own culture, I think that's totally okay. I make fun of Colombians all the time.
1: Yeah. But see, here's where we get into some some sketchy and some gray areas. Mm -hmm. And it's something that is best just to avoid it altogether. But if you're going to be treading the waters of this type of content, then it's a risk that you're just going to take. And maybe that kind of controversy is what's going to stir up a nice big audience for you. Mm -hmm. And maybe you're Controversial on purpose because you want to bring light to some of these issues mm-hmm. that aren't being talked about. So yeah. there's a lot that goes on with that. And you do want to be your authentic self. But... And then
0: when in doubt, be loving and kind. Yeah. And also, another thing that helps is that if you have Gen Z's in your family, go talk to them because yeah. they're well informed. They're well this <laughs> morning, informed. This morning, I saw my daughter that she drew something on her hand. So I'm like, oh, maybe maybe we should go get you a, a henna tattoo. And she was like, no, mom, that's cultural cultural appropriation. Ah. Uh, we don't do that.
1: Oh, okay. See, <laughs> <laughs> you just Let wanted go. to get her a henna tattoo. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So your Gen Zs, ask them. Let's say <laughs> you're about to post an episode about the Black Lives Matter movement or about the Me Too movement or about censorship. Maybe it's not a bad idea to ask your Gen mm-hmm. Zs and just ask people who are in the know and of this new and exciting generation of minds who are, you know, all welcoming. These kids
0: like blow my mind. Mm -hmm. They're just like little activists and they have no idea.
1: Yeah, they really don't. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And it's forcing all of us to actually take responsibility and stop, you know, spreading negative script Mm -hmm. in a way that's really just keeping the minorities minorities and keeping everything, um, a strict lockdown. So it is a good thing overall that these algorithms are, even if it's for self-interest mm-hmm. that Spotify and Apple and all these are going to start sweeping through things to remove hate content because that actually uh, really does allow podcasting to do what podcasting should do, which is to be an open and free space for people to talk and build communities where they otherwise wouldn't be able to. And the hate communities or the big, those communities are The opposite of that. So, Mm
0: -hmm. number four, be quick to apologize and make things right. So, we're all human.
1: Yeah. We all make mistakes. We
0: all make mistakes. We all and say
1: stuff that we regret immediately after mm-hmm. saying it.
0: Yeah. Even in this episode, we we're, were very nervous to put this episode together because uh, these are very sensitive subjects. Yeah. And we wanted to handle them with care.
1: And so. a lot of times what we say gets taken out of context. Mm-hmm. And the things that are crawling through our episodes are robots. They're not people. Mm-hmm. The words themselves might be flagged. And when they get flagged, they then get reviewed by a real person. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very easy to be taken out of context. Yeah. So I love the story that Veronica was sharing with me quickly about Kim Kardashian. Oh, yes. Uh, as a great example. Yeah.
0: Of... So the Kardashians are well known for, uh, you know, they're not perfect. Uh, <laughs> and if you don't like the Kardashians, just bear with me because they're, they're uh, very interesting business people. Mm-hmm. So here's Kim Kardashian. She was about to launch uh her line of underwear skims but back uh when she was planning the launch and everything it it was being launched under a different name kimono and we all know that kimono is this uh japanese garment that it's been used for centuries and it represents um is a big symbol of their culture mm mm-hmm. So uh, she was approached by somebody in government in in Japan, and and explained to her that this was disrespectful to their culture, and that they were expecting her expecting her to do something about it. While she went on social media, she immediately. Uh, stopped the launch of uh, that line. She had to. She lost millions of dollars because she had to remove the logo from the garments that was embroidered. That was the garment, embroidered yeah. in the garments, and she completely uh, changed that. And she issued an apology. And because she did that, then when she relaunched her product, then it sold even more than what was expected to sell because she was quick to apologize and she was quick to find a. Solution, and it doesn't. It didn't matter if she was losing millions of dollars. What was important for her was to uh, readdress what she had done.
1: Yes, Mm -hmm. and there are things that you can do. And sometimes, like YouTube, for example, when your channel just suddenly disappears from YouTube, it hasn't totally disappeared. In a lot of cases, and through some negotiation with them, you can get it back. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to totally panic. And same with some of the podcast directories. However, from what we've heard from People have had their podcast removed from Anchor. There's usually not a lot you can do from that. You do just need to be very careful this. It's good to have your things backed up and everything. Mm -hmm. um, Just to protect yourself uh, by being quick to apologize and making things right. Mm -hmm. That can really be a a good way to set yourself apart as well.
0: And this will take us to the Pod Sound School Manifesto. Raise thy hand.
1: Thy hand? Okay. I'll raise my foot.
0: Raise thy hand.
1: I'm raising a hand.
0: Repeat after me. Here at the Pod Sound School, we are a community of creators who want to inspire and uplift people with our content. We promote, encourage, and believe in diversity and inclusivity. We choose to spread love instead of hatred. If this isn't what you stand for, it was very nice to meet you. We wish you the best. Bye-bye. fly, Fly be free bird, fly and be free bird,
1: fly and be free. Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you found that helpful. What are your thoughts on this? Do you have any big disagreements? Do you feel offended personally? Because we would like to apologize and make it right immediately. (laughs) So come say hi to us on social media at pod sound school make sure to leave a review to the podcast if that's something if you're feeling generous we love it when we get a review it's been a while since we've had a review and it always brightens up our day to know that you're listening and to get to know you a little bit better yeah if you're a podcaster yourself you know wholeheartedly how hard it can be to get your listeners to interact with you say hey you listener who me mowing my lawn certainly he's not talking to me could you please fill out this thing for me? Or could you please do this thing for me? Or all the calls to action that we ask our listeners to do, but it really does make a difference. And if it's not for us, do it for the other podcasts you listen to as well. If you have a favorite podcast host, it's always such a great and simple thing for you to drop a thoughtful review for them. It brightens up their day and empowers them to keep podcasting and to keep up to what they're doing. Yes. And like our manifesto says Just be kind, spread kindness, and spread light in the world, and uplift people, and serve people. And if that's what you want to do, you will always find us here to help you. And until next time, happy Happy casting. casting! No olviden hacer la
0: tarea!